it's easy to hear readings like our first reading today and just see God as this kind of like vengeful jerk who when, people, when the people don't do what they want, he sends punishment upon them. He had been leading the people of Israel all through the desert, providing food, providing water, providing everything that they could need. And then they come here to complain and say, gosh, we're tired of this food. Let's, we wish we, let's just go back to Egypt. Let's abandon the Lord. And then God sends these serpents to, to, that start killing the people as punishment. I think it's, it's, it's important to recognize a couple of the details of the story and to see the Lord not as this, you know, you don't do what I say, I'm going to punish you, kind of a jerk kind of guy, but rather someone who wants to teach his people and someone who desires so deeply to give them what is actually for their good. I think what the Lord is actually allowing to happen here is the natural consequence of what would happen if I were to, to turn away from him and do what I want to do. That whenever we have, we all have these moments of frustration, but when I want to go and do what I want to do, God's not going to punish us per se, but in the order of things, what he's going to do is allow us to reap the fruits of our decisions. If I'm going to take my own way, if I'm going to be self-reliant and do what I want to do and not trust in the Lord and not allow him to provide for me, well, then I'm going to reap the fruits of that. And the fruits of that are not pleasant. Whenever we try to go off and we want to be in control, we want to be self-reliant, we want to go our own way and don't listen to what the Lord is asking us to do, that usually doesn't end well for us. It usually leaves us frustrated, tired, angry, alone, hurt. Not because God wants these things to happen to us, but because he respects our freedom enough to allow us to do what we think we want to do. He's not going to force us into anything because love cannot be forced. But I think it's also interesting the way that God heals the people when they recognize what they've done and want to turn back to him. He doesn't just send the serpents away, but rather he tells Moses, build a bronze serpent and put it on a pole and let them look at it. Look at the very thing that's hurting you. See that I'm here and know that even this cannot separate me from you. That when we recognize these areas where we've turned away from the Lord, God desires to heal us not so much just by taking it away, but rather having us look at it. To apologize, to atone for our sins, and to recognize that even this one thing cannot separate me from the Lord. That even this can be a source of healing. The ways that our sins, our struggles, and our hurts are precisely the way that God wants to heal us. Not by ignoring them, but by looking at them, admitting them, and, and bringing them in, in faith before the Lord. It's a beautiful way that God wants to heal us, not just by snapping his fingers, but by letting our hurts be the path to encounter him. So as we continue to walk through our own deserts of Lent, deserts of our life, we struggle, we have bad days like the people of Israel had. Their patience were, was worn out. Our patience gets worn out. As we go through that journey of life, Recognize, number one, God's desire to bring us healing. And number two, that if I, if I bring these things to him, he always will speak to us through them. So let's bring them, look at these things with the Lord so that he can speak to us. Amen.